Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Kelsey Tamburino. U.S. power regulators are struggling to keep the nation's grid safe in the face of a record surge in attacks. That's according to a Politico analysis of federal data and interviews with a dozen security, extremism, and electricity experts. A vulnerable power grid could touch millions of Americans and almost every part of daily life. And utilities, government officials, and law enforcement are all playing a role in the problem. So today, Politico's Catherine Morehouse breaks down the different reasons why the grid is at risk and what's at stake. It's Monday, September 18th. What we are seeing and really have been seeing since last year is a pretty dramatic uptick in the number of physical attacks against grid infrastructure. Now, when we talk about physical incidents against the grid, I want to be clear about what I mean, because utilities like to remind you that that could mean a variety of things, including like break-ins and robberies, copper theft for a long time was a growing thing that utilities were seeing, or even just someone getting drunk and just shooting a gun. Those are the kinds of examples that utilities like to give of kind of lower harm incidents against the grid. But what's really alarmed security officials about the current uptick is that increasingly these events appear to be targeted and increasingly involve guns and also correlate to an uptick in extremism, specifically alt-right neo-Nazi ideology. So you're really seeing agencies like the FBI and Homeland Security getting more involved in this as well. And so it's not only the pace of the threat that's growing, but also the type of threat as well that's becoming a real concern for grid and security experts. Right. So you're reporting that even though there is this record surge in attacks One reason regulators are struggling to keep the grid safe is that there are significant communication breakdowns between law enforcement and state and federal officials. So why is that happening and what are the consequences there? Yeah, so in my reporting, I came across a few instances where I was surprised by the lack of coordination or communication between law enforcement on the one hand and the regulators that are charged with maintaining the security of grid infrastructure and really have the expertise to do so on the other hand. Most notably in Maryland, there was a couple arrested earlier this year with neo-Nazi ties for plotting to essentially cut off power to the entire city of Baltimore. That was a huge deal at the time. And then in an interview with the state's top utility regulator, I learned that the state grid regulators had never been informed of this incident and basically found out through the news. Another thing that I heard from a former top FERC official was that they were similarly in the dark about some of these incidents and really were not hearing anything from federal security officials despite the elevated risk that we've been talking about. And the problem with this really is that there seems to be kind of silos of information, not across all entities, but at least between intelligence officials and the regulators who are in charge of, in the case of Maryland, coordinating any sort of response in between the utilities and the governor's office. And in the case of FERC, FERC really determines whether current grid security standards are adequate or whether they need to be stronger. And so if they're not really up to speed on where these threats are, then it's hard for them to determine whether the current level of security is high enough. FERC has been looking into whether standards should be stronger and whether they should have a stronger response here. But, you know, one thing we hear from utilities all the time is that the regulatory process is not nimble enough to respond to cyber and other 
threats. So if FERC doesn't have the most up-to-date information, then the risk is that by the time it takes action and says, maybe we need to do something stronger here, it's maybe too late. Right. Yeah. And you also noted in your story that we don't have even a full picture of the number of incidents, right? Can you talk about why that is? Yeah. So when I looked at the numbers here, I was looking at a couple of different sources. One source that I noted is the Department of Energy, which requires utilities to report incidents that meet a certain threshold or kind of impact a certain part of the grid. The other numbers and incident reportings come from a mix of memos that I obtained that were sent to utilities through the Department of Homeland Security. And those memos detailed basically some of the more concerning examples of the trend we've been discussing, kind of these intentional targeted attacks. But what I noticed in those numbers was that some of the incidents that DHS had called out as particularly concerning never showed up in DOE reporting. And so there was kind of a mixed response that I got to this when I asked folks about it. The utilities I reached out to said they didn't think that these incidents that were reported to DHS met DOE's reporting requirements, so they reported it to other agencies instead. Other grid experts thought these really should have been reported to the Department of Energy. So it was kind of a mixed bag on really whether anyone even thought that there was anything wrong here, that yes, this should have been reported to the Department of Energy, or no, it shouldn't have been. But I think the big takeaway from all of that mess is that reporting requirements seem to be pretty convoluted and there's no single central entity for them to report to. So DHS, for instance, might have a record of all these incidents, but then DOE has a completely different record. And it's not really clear who that helps or whether anyone has a clear picture of exactly what's going on here. So given all of that, should we expect law enforcement officials to commit to work with utilities more to prevent these sort of attacks? Are there incentives in place for utilities to comply with security protocols to keep the grid safe here? Yeah, so I haven't gotten a lot of response from FBI and other intelligence officials and law enforcement officials that I've reached out to. But notably, there was a FERC meeting in August that an FBI agent was present at. And he basically said that intelligence officials and DOE are resource constrained and really urged the private sector and utilities to step up. I do think that utilities have a motivation to kind of keep their infrastructure safe and keep the lights on. What we saw with Duke Energy, for instance, after the North Carolina incident was they were brought in front of a congressional hearing in North Carolina and, you know, are facing a lot of questions about whether they took the right steps ahead of time. And then, of course, utilities just generally want to keep the lights on. That's their business model is providing power to people. And they they certainly don't want to deal with an expensive incident that cuts off power and threatens the safety of of their customers. That being said, I think that it's at least clear that maybe some of the reporting requirements just aren't as strong or as clear as they should be, and that a confusing process for everyone isn't maybe the best way to keep the grid and its infrastructure safe. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our free newsletter at politico.com slash power dash switch, and subscribe to Politico Pro to read our morning energy newsletter. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Kelsey Tamborino, and we'll see you back tomorrow. Support for this program is provided by Chevron. Chevron is working to responsibly meet rising energy demand across their U.S. operations, like at their Gulf of Mexico facilities. 
which are some of the world's lowest carbon intensity operations, helping supply energy that's affordable, reliable, and ever cleaner. That's energy in progress. Learn more at chevron.com slash meeting demand.